With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, 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 everybody. It's time for your Browns Friday fumble. Fall upon it. Don't try to pick it up and run. My name is Dave. And I am Dylan. And we are here on the Waiting for Next Year Network. Brought to you by now, Mr. Joe. Got a new boss. And it's uh, Dylan. Mm. It's been a couple of weeks. Um, you know what? I We just got to lay it out there. Uh, Dylan, you fan of the show Succession on HBO? It's the talk of the town. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's It's definitely a show I can relate to fully. Um, oh, yeah. These people are me, for sure. Yeah, I look at that, and I'm like, that's you. Um, billionaires jockeying for position, double-crossing each other. They're trying yeah, just to- constant, constantly backstabbing those most close to you. And yelling at people. and mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they're trying to get their share of the multi-trillion dollar conglomerate. I mean, I know you really connect with it, Dylan, and I, you know. Yeah. Everybody deals with this sort of stuff in their everyday lives. And then this week, all of a sudden, way closer to home, um, man, it's just like all of a sudden in my backyard. Yeah, Dave. I mean, we basically had our own little Wall Street drama come up these past couple weeks. And, buddy, it got real tense around here. I didn't didn't know which way was up. I mean, who I could trust. I was eyeing you up thinking – what is this guy in? I mean, I just didn't know it was going to happen to the fumble, anything. I mean, I just, I, I'm waking up at 3 a.m. Yeah. It was, it was a rough couple of weeks. Um, it, you know what? It might get us in trouble. Um, I don't know if any of this stuff is cleared for publication. You got to wait for the unauthorized biography or something. Yeah. But I really think we need to clear the air. On this, because I think we have a moral responsibility. Well, we're journalists, Dave. Yeah, um, I don't think in good conscience we can let the lies that have been circulating stand without really just having our say, putting it out there. We d- we yeah, I'm I'm full conviction with you. I mean, the cover story that the local media was fed was that Mr. Craig, the uh, muscle, the mu- obviously the muscle, yeah, Mr. Andrew, money counter. Uh, and Mr. Scott, 
the brains for sure the brains uh, well, that they were willingly and graciously handing control of the WFNY conglomerate over to Joe Gerbery. And like, right? like, oh, what in a pretty little package? Like, oh, right. my, they're just very generous, right? Uh, like it, like they did it over Thanksgiving dinner or something. <laughs> right. You it's know? like, uh, oh, yeah, we're just three generous people. You could use this. And look, there obviously there's some kernels of truth in there, but uh, the reality is much, much more sinister, folks. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Joe ended up with control of the site, right? Like that's true. That happened, but not after five, six hours of quote negotiation, if you want to call it that. I mean, God. Yeah, that that he and Josh Paloha had with Mister Craig. Behind Rodeo Palohas of Middleburg Heights, uh, let's just say they had a bear hug to take control. Oh, you mean like a bear hug, like uh, the financial takeover they portrayed on Succession? That kind of bear hug? No, actually, this was a literal Josh bear hugging Mister Craig uh, until he gave him the password to the site. So Joe got the site. Jo- Josh became an official editor, and we here in Friday Fumbleland were a little worried honestly what was going to happen to us hey there so this is uh joe gerberry new owner of the website uh waiting for next year look i don't know what these two mooks are doing down here and uh they're good kids that uh dylan and davy but they're doing good things but uh listen so whole thing is though the streets it ain't what they used to be and uh me and the boys down here in youngstown we needed to uh diversify our portfolio if you know what that means i don't know what that means they got me saying this stuff so uh we saw the site and uh wfny and we thought it was something to do with firefighters so we thought we'd buy it for the insurance money you know uh so we scheduled a meet with that uh mr craig he ran a hard bargain you know we had to get my boy joshy involved for the uh bear hug i think they called on the secession show with the with the home alone kids brother and bang, bang, boom, I'm the new owner, you see? And uh, anyway, I'll let you get back to Dylan and Davey. They're good kids. Go Brownies. Bing, bong. Yeah, I mean, look, if you've been paying attention, um, you'll notice that, I mean, only if you were checking the feed, there was no Friday Fumble episodes released over the past two weeks. And if you think we took a week off over Thanksgiving and then another another for the bye week i mean you don't understand what we do week in week out what kind of blood that i spill dedication i i I sacrifice my family life to this damn thing you think that it's all just fun and games like oh let's let's work for a couple hours on a wednesday night and throw an episode to you no this is 24-7 gig here. You have to be constantly ready. Yeah. You have to be constantly... You have to be so tuned in that anytime ESPN Cleveland does anything, and by God... They do a lot. They do too much all the time. Yeah. Anytime an ESPN Cleveland tweet goes out, we got to be there, guys. We got to have a response. Who's doing that, do you think? A lot of it's Derek. But 
anyway, sorry, we got distracted. We were a little bit in your face about things. We do that sometimes. You've listened before. Run up to the first Ravens game Thanksgiving week. Okay, Dylan and I recorded uh, Thanksgiving afternoon. Usually we do Wednesday night. Uh, Dylan, uh, as per custom, was at the Stowe Brewbakers catching up with high school buddies. That's what you do the Wednesday night. You head to the Brewbakers closest to your high school. Um, Only time we could do it was Thanksgiving afternoon at 1 p.m which, as you know, is the universal mom time for when Thanksgiving starts, right? universally recognized. Don't be late. Talk to your mom. It's 1 p.m., right? Uh, Our families were extremely pissed. Uh, I told them we had responsibilities. We recorded what was, in my my opinion, a banger episode, right? Well, your humble opinion is, is a really objective, good opinion. Yeah. We talked about how... How, how stupid Lamar Jackson's hair is, how stupid he is, like how just he's a dumb person, yeah. um, how how much of a whiny bitch John Harbaugh is. Just the whiniest. So then, uh, unfortunately, we had this episode. It was awesome. Um, we had the episode. It was kind of in a no man's land. Mr. Joe had his clutches, like his talons, into waiting for next year. But Mr. Craig was still slightly in control, and he was putting up a fight. And so this came out on on Joe's real player page. Yeah, I mean, so unless you had recently updated real player, and look, we're prepared to deal with a lot of buffering. Um, you definitely missed that episode, and. That's on us, I think. I feel like, I mean, yeah, uh, I, I guess. I mean, I don't know who doesn't keep Real Player updated. I mean, it's vital software for your computer, so you can literally have it auto update. By the way, I don't know if you knew this, but you can actually turn auto update on. And I'm actually talking to you, Dave, that you can actually just have it auto update. But I, d- I want to check the update log before I update because hopefully one of these days in the update log, right. it's going to mention the buffering. Okay, the, all right. So neither God, here nor there. The buffer. Neither here nor there. My God, the buffering. Look, the next week, the bye week, we didn't take a break either, guys, because we don't take the breaks like you. Like no. you get to go home on the weekends and in the evenings to your families. We don't we can't do that. You get to see your family every other weekend. We don't get to do that. Look, and this was a late bye week, guys. This was a late I mean, we've had plenty of season to recap, okay? A lot of season. A huge Baker discussion where, I mean, I really think we came to some good conclusions. Uh, and in my view, we kind of solved the QB situation going forward. I mean, I don't know. Do you think? I think we solved it. Like, yeah. no shit. Like, we got it figured out. I hope Andrew Barry was listening. Like, because that, I think yeah. we really nailed it. Like, well, I mean, it, it makes in, sense for us. It makes sense for Baker. It makes sense for the Browns. It kind of fixes yeah. some of the things in the offense. Oh yeah. man! And if and if and if Andrew Barry didn't hear it, we at least hope that you heard it. You know, our listener. Uh, now, look, that was only available on Mister Joe's Instagram Live. Um, when then he posted a link in his bio that because you can only put it in the bio, you can't put it in the actual. He doesn't post have enough followers for that. Oh. Um, and so, you know, you could listen to it as a flack file dot flack file. Um, but that's only really playable in Winamp. 
and also the only way that you can really get that to play is if you actually agreed to purchase the official WFNY Winamp skin, which is amazing. It's really good. It's awesome. Uh, it still says Indians. We still need to update it to say Guardians. But right, right, right. I, it's it's two ninety nine. But come on, guy. Two ninety nine for this. You spent twice that on a on your last pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. Okay. Talk about that for a minute. Anyway, that episode was good, right? We hope you enjoyed it. But frankly, we're we're very happy to have the main feed sorted out because we really, really, really got uncomfortable for a while there. Like our voices needed to be heard. So it's good to be back. You know, we did do one other episode in there, but they've I don't I don't know if we should talk about it, do you think? I mean, Mr. Josh did threaten us over it. Like I think uh, I, I feel think, like it's our moral duty. I think the time to hide is over. Um I think we got to get this out in the open. Okay. And to kind of neutralize his threats, I guess. All right, I'll go. Here we go. So Thanksgiving week, um, we were actually, I mean, he said asked, but clearly this was an order. He put asked in quotes. Right. Uh, Ordered to change the name of the podcast from the Browns Friday Fumble to the Beach Nut Successful Rushing Play for three reasons. Number one, obviously, Mr. Josh absolutely loves an Ohio University comma state. Number two, the beach nuts do not fumble. I mean, we all know that. Yeah, they hang uh, out of the rock. Yeah. Number three, the word fumble has an M in it, so obviously we can't. Can't use that. Can't so, use an M. Under his close direction, uh, you know, I, I know that Mr. Krug Loombler was our producer here for a while. Mr. Josh produced this episode about the match, as it is known. Ah, uh, yes, the match. The, the match. The greatest rivalry. The beach nuts against that team upstairs. And, you know, we'll, we'll admit, we're football experts in the NFL sense. Experts. Like, like, just nobody else knows football like we know football, right? But yeah. college football, only need to get one foot down. Uh, if you fall down, you're down. Clock stops after first downs. Uh, that stuff we don't know much about. So, you know, we know, though, that the Beach Nuts have been dominating Chagin lately. Uh, we thought it would be funny to predict that Chagin would win the game. Like, I mean, because that's what we do. We make funny jokes about things not going to happen. When the Browns win, we get mad, blah, blah, blah. And then Dylan, well, why don't you tell them what your prediction was? So, look, I I predicted that Chigin would win uh, the game 40, 42 to seven, 27 over over the Beach Nuts. Look, I got on the nose. Uh, Mr. Josh was obviously furious, very, um, very, very furious. So, so he seemed to think that I actually had paid to have the game fixed. Um, and pointed out that really I had never called a uh, a correct score on on any Browns game previously, and so um, he showed up to my family's home on Thanksgiving, and and I mean he outright threatened me, and I I don't know what the ramifications are here. He threatened to bear hug me. 
And we know what that means now. It was not at first. It was like, oh, Dave, he's going to do something where he tries to buy all my shares. And then yeah, we learned like that, a, no, it was a physical bear hug. It, the guy stole a can of cranberry sauce from my pantry, uh, threw a yam at my nephew Knox. I mean, Dave, it was terrifying. Yeah. Uh, Josh wasn't happy with the episode. Um, and mind you, this is before the match even took place. He was mad that Dylan predicted it because Thanksgiving right. was before the match. So he wasn't happy with the episode. And then, you know, after the episode happens, he gets it banished from the internet. Uh, then the game happens. He's even more furious. Uh, you know, luckily, and I thank the Lord for this, Mr. Joe actually likes us. Uh, unlike our former producer, Ugh, thank God, Krang Lundbar, he didn't like us. Mr. Josh doesn't like us. But Mr. Joe, who, you know, in charge of the, he can control the bear hug, right? He can tell him to back off. So he was able to calm down Mr. Josh, but Mr. Josh had one stipulation. He would release uh, Knox from the bear hug if we took the episode down. We had to take it off the internet like like Beyonce and that one picture of Beyonce where she's making that weird face. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google Beyonce picture she wants gone and you can see the picture that she wants gone. Um, unfortunately, this, I mean, they wiped it. This Beach Nut successful rushing play episode, gone for good. Gone. And in the end, I mean, after some meetings with Mr. Joe, said he likes the Friday fumble, he doubled our pay, he's still happy we're on the network, so here's some more episodes coming out in your main feed here. Uh, stay tuned to this spot. You can, you know, just start using Real Player for the other stuff you need Real Player for. <laughs> Let's take a look at a little bit of Brown's news from www dot verbo dot com slash cleveland browns vacation rentals so this week uh dave we got a got a few things to look i mean not much look not much going going on on the newswire even though we got a big game coming up uh not a lot going on because we have the buys so we decided we're gonna do a little something special this year and so what we did we know these guys like to get out of town yeah, their, their first, especially this late uh, bye week. We'll get Gosh out of here. darn. Get out of town. Especially, um, yeah. Get out of here. It's cold. Uh, so we decided, you know what? Let's set Derek loose in the locker room, uh, get these guys' GPSs turned on and sharing the lo their location with us so we can obviously keep track of their whereabouts and their what's, haves, use and, and all of that. So, See where so that's what we did. Yep. Yep. So we uh, we were tracking the whole team uh, all week and just checking in on them every I don't know like five or ten minutes and um you know we d we decided hey some of these guys doing really cool stuff yeah fun fun stuff uh but also some of these guys what are you doing with your time off man you guys are rich young athletes. Just uh, anyway, let's on. just get it. The, the, yeah, yeah. So hold, we these, decide the listeners are not going to understand until we give them some examples. Exactly. Because so that, here, they're so stupid. 
What we're going to do here is we're going to take a little segment from last year. Uh, we're going to give out some game balls, and we're going to give out some lame balls. <laughs> you could take a guess as to which one we think is good. <laughs> so game ball vacation number one, going straight out to Anthony Walker for his bi-week vacation, a classic. My man headed down to Aruba to soak up the rays while, I mean, we we all got soggy here in the land. and Very soggy. It was uh, quite the vicarious thrill, I got to say, getting to watch uh, his, his little GPS beacon hopping around the island. And yeah, get that. Uh, good thing he's got that waterproof case for the phone so he could take it on the jet ski. Uh-huh. Either uh-huh. he was on a jet ski or he is a very, very fast swimmer. I mean, it was really zipping around in the water there. Lame ball, uh, and I hate to do this, Baker Mayfield right off the bat. Everybody... Yeah been coming down on the kid lately and we're not pylon types are you a pylon type no no we hate doing we this. hate it but guys baker you got to get some self-care in there you're a millionaire you've got a beautiful adoring wife a whole week off uh maybe you ought to get infected with a little bug known as the travel bug uh every time we checked in on him he was he was headed down opportunity corridor and then he was just kind of milling around Euclid at East 105th. Like, look, I, look, and Dave, look, I know there's an Intercontinental Hotel right over it's there. It's nice. It's a nice hotel. It's a nice hotel. But you know, the least you could do with that week, get Emily up to Great Wolf. It's an hour. There's the adults only hot tub you can go to. Do kids still go in it? Yeah. And is there any lifeguard over there to yell at him to not? No, not really. But it, the no. sign keeps the kids away for the most part. Enjoy some time with your wife, okay? Why don't you give us our next game ball there, Dave? All right. Game ball or balls, Dylan, I should say. Uh, <laughs> I see. We've That's got funny. Several, uh, several to be awarded. Our guys are SEC boys. Mac yep. Wilson, uh, the the seniorist, Jed Wills, Nick Chubb, they got to stop in to watch their alma maters face off in the SEC championship. You know what, guys? They got to go down on the sidelines. They got to have a little rivalry. Uh, a couple of the guys got to enjoy it, and Nick Chubb did not. But they all had a great time uh, enjoying the pigskin. I mean, you know, I felt I felt bad for Nick. I felt bad for Nick, but I'll, but look, hey, he's still sitting in that playoff bracket, isn't he? He is. He's right there. You know this next lame ball vacation, Dave. Uh, gotta give, uh, gotta give it straight to Alex Van Pelt, man. I mean, we kept seeing Alex around Berea all week. It was pretty quiet. Uh, we were some of the only ones around, and and you'd think if a couple of made men like us. Uh, invited you out for maybe some cold ones on a rodeo Palojas. Gosh, come blow off the dang afternoon like a dirty dog, you it's, know? Rodeo Palojas is so close to Berea. And he Look, said anybody's going to jump at that chance, man. All I will say in his defense. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, for okay. He, he We pity the guy. He's stuck in his office, designing plays, making the playbook, sewing jerseys oh. for game day. We yeah. wanted to loosen him up and get him out there. But, dude, this guy's such a nerd. 
he he acted like he didn't know who we were, which like, dude, come on, AVP, come on, bro. The, Hard Knocks was a couple years ago. The building the Browns people are elsewhere. Like, camera's not on. Kevin's not gonna know. Come out with us. He told us that he had heard about a big dude that was like bear hugging people, and he didn't want to go. And I said, "Listen, did that happen? Yeah." But it's not going to happen to you, probably. Do you have any websites? And he said no. And But anyway, he called security, got us out of there, because he, he was in his office saying, you got to get the play action going. And I'm like, I don't know. It was so lame. And like, dude, so you get bear hugged at Rodeo Palajas. What's the big deal? Yeah, dude. So lame. All right. Uh, last game ball vacation this week goes out to Miles and uh, Jerry Medina, who... Uh decided it was finally time to make the pilgrimage they've been talking about uh, to Goku's home, Mount Pauzu, where Grandpa Gohan found and raised the young Saiyan. This rite of passage is obviously sacred, and, and I mean, I'm glad the boys spent their week off uh, to complete the journey filled with, I mean, many potential pit, literal pitfalls out there, uh, Mount Pauzu. I but mean... Between... Look, between the pterodactyls and the crazy strong monsters up in the Dragon Rock, I'm just grateful these boys made it back healthy and refreshed. I mean, it would have been a huge loss on the D-line. I mean, had Miles been injured, but I think the spiritual journey was worth it. Like, I guess you should say the final game ball or Dragon Ball goes out to these fine young gentlemen from College Station, Texas. And you know what? One last lame ball. Uh, One last lame ball, guys. And it's not really a member of the Browns, um, as he might like to believe. But last lame ball goes out to Pumpkinhead. That guy. All right, Dylan. Unusual schedule. Played the Ravens. Took a week off. Ravens went and lost to the Pittsburgh football in silly fashion. Then we play them again. Uh, Two weeks in a row or two games in a row we play them. What's going to happen? How do I know it's not just going to be the same score as before? I don't know. Yeah, you know, I I think that you've really painted yourself into a corner here um, with your prediction. My prediction, however, I think, I mean – you know, what I'm taking into account is home game, refreshed Browns. Okay. Spiritual journey to Mount Pauzu. Yeah. Uh, you know, with all these things combined, I, I'm i looking at a Browns victory 26-17 over these Ravens. Okay. Um, you know, I know the last time we did an episode that the people heard – I said something about learning about other games that they have played and looking at past things, right. ties and all that. Like, I don't think it's going to be a tie. I I just think it's going to be probably 38 to 10 Browns. I mean, I can't really tell you how I came to that number. But I did come to that number. So I, I don't feel like... I owe you an explanation, and I again, 
I don't I keep going back to it and I'm sorry. I don't want to harp on it. Dylan mentioned earlier, we don't pile on. But no. your insistence on questioning every fucking thing I say is just driving me insane and it's driving a wedge in our relationship that you pry on any chance you get. You second guess my predictions. You make little catty comments about them, and you know what? They're just unnecessary. And if you would just stop, maybe our relationship would be better. Okay? Okay. Hey, this is Hugh Jackson, and now it is time to know your foe. Back to you, Dave and Dalen. Let's take a look at this Ravens roster. Dylan, we play the Ravens so many goddamn times a year. So many years. We just played them. We just played them. The full roster full of jokes available on the Real Player episode if you can just get through the buffering. We're not going to do that again, but we do need to look at a few key matchups, a few members right. of this Ravens team we're going to factor into this matchup. Mm-hmm. Key factor in this game, Dave, backup offensive lineman. Probably going to see him. Can't imagine that their line's going to be uh, completely back up to par. Everybody everybody goes through it. Brownies are going through it right now. Yep. Late in the season, this is what happens. Uh, backup tackle filling in at every pe- tackle position, uh, Tyre Phillips. Now, look, this guy, he's not going to be able to withstand the pressure uh, put directly upon him, just applied around the circumference by Jadavion Clowney. Mm-hmm. Every square inch. He's gonna pound, you, pound right. every square inch. And look, I look. What's the max psi on this guy? Nobody knows. Do we know. Uh, Miles Garrett. He's gonna puncture right through him. I don't think he's gonna be able to bounce back. He's not like one of those new commando tires. No, Phillips. If he does play, it's gonna mean the line is just patched together. Depth chart's gonna have to be compressed. I mean, he's been having a good year, but I don't think he's got the tread left to keep his traction this week. Uh, Backup left guard. The Ravens are pulling a really sneaky move here, and I think it's a a little out of date, uh, but I'll I'll get to that. They've got Ben Cleveland. Wait, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry, what? Ben Cleveland. And I think they got him. Because the Browns uniforms used to say Cleveland on the front. And they were going to have him put his jersey on backwards. And hope that the Browns players don't try to engage him in blocks because his shirt says Cleveland. To me, that's just sneaky stuff from John Harbaugh. Like, just that's just the that's... lowest of the low from John Harbaugh. God, that... Oh. You know, I thought I couldn't hate him anymore. Yep. Uh, backup center. Definitely going to see this guy. Tristan Colon, he's going to play like shit. All right. Uh, Ravens defense, you saw it in the first matchup. Uh, it's it's Tyus Bowser. We're going to need a Mario. We're going to need a Luigi. Uh, we got a Fire Flower. We're giving it to Mac Wilson. Okay. Let's hope he can bop him three times and neutralize him. We're also kind of worried about another good game out of Patrick Queen. He's he's been under pressure, but if you engage <laughs> but if you engage him with a block, he will want to break free. I mean, 
We'll have to see if we can stop him now or else Baker Mayfield will bite the dust. That's why they call him Killer Queen, Dave. But unlike former Ravens linebacker Ray Lewis, he doesn't actually kill people. Two people. And lastly, uh, famed kicker Justin Tucker will be matched up with the kidney stone that he that I hope he gets. <laughs> All right, Dylan. Uh, this we're we're pretty close to ending the show here. Uh, I'll admit it. I'll admit it to you right now. I'm pretty close to ending the show here. Okay, wow. But we can't go without telling a story of an encounter you and I had. Yeah. At uh, should we should we say this? At of all places, the Stowe Brew Bakers. Uh, um we went there the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, had a blast, decided let's do this every Wednesday. So we did. We went back the Wednesday after. Who do we see there? Uh, but we look over and we see... Uh, 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 you can't see the man's face, but you see these little... What look like Cheetos of hair uh, sticking out of above this man's head. We see Lamar Jackson sitting at the Stowe Brew Bakers. Lamar Jackson, MVP award-winning winner, trophy holder, Lamar Jackson. And you know what? We don't care for the Ravens. We don't care particularly for Lamar Jackson. You have a chance to meet an NFL player. Hey, Wednesdays, Stowe Brubakers, fucking dead, right? He's the only dude there. There's one dude on the golden tee. There's two dudes playing darts. They don't know who he is. We walk in, order a couple of Michelob Ultras, and sit down next to the man. Look, and I, I'm i uncomfortable already because I hate mixing business and pleasure. Yeah. We're here. The only reason we sat down at the bar is, like I said, somebody was already on the golden tee, right? So we got time to kill because this dude's on, like, the third hole, right? And we're like, oh, geez. Um. Anyway, sit down next to Lamar. Get the touch tunes going. Yeah. Got him going. We say, Lamar, what are you doing at the Stowe Brew Bakers on a Wednesday? He says. Like, don't you have, didn't the injury report come out today? Aren't you supposed to be, like, full pads? He said. And you know what? It really goes to a part of a larger thing. So, first of all. Yeah. Get a load of this. The way guys. He, the way he's talking to us, he's not talking to us like he's a quarterback on a professional football team, right? No. He's talking to us like like he works in just like an office or at like a factory, right? He keeps calling uh I presume John Harbaugh his boss. He just keeps saying my boss. It's got to be Harbaugh. It's, it's got to be. be it's got to be Harbaugh. So he says after the Browns game, they went back to Baltimore. Then they flew to Pittsburgh, and he told his boss, this is all his words, he says, I told my boss, hey, I'm pretty close to Cleveland already. That's where we're playing next. I'm just going to go to Cleveland. Is that cool? I'm just heading over. Yeah. He said, I I got the $40 to get from Pittsburgh to Cleveland. Well, Dave... He took it out of petty cash. I don't know if you. I don't know if you. You were in the bathroom. I think. Oh, geez, I didn't even realize that. Anyway, yeah, took it out of petty cash. 
Because what do you, you're from Baltimore. You don't need Easy Pass. You don't have it, so you have to pay. What the cash. hell are you gonna use that for? Anyway, he said that his boss gave him a weird look, but said, "I guess that's fine," and let him go. So here he is, Wednesday night. And also, also hold on. He said PTS reports were due by Friday. What the hell are these? Do I you don't think I. I know what they are like in in freaking office space. What is he talking about? I don't know if he's got to do like something on his Microsoft Surface tablet or what. I don't know. Is that film review? What is that? So he starts talking about, he said when he first started his job that he seemed to pick it up really well and everybody really liked him and he did pretty well at his job, right? And he got employee of the month and like he's like, it seemed like I could do no wrong and no matter what I did, my boss still like loved it like and loved me, well, right? Well, they gave... They even gave him his boss's parking space. Yeah. Which is not a not a small deal. No. And so he said as an experiment he said he's been trying to see how far he can push this line of his boss always liking him, right? So see he said for instance, one of these days I'm going to like throw four interceptions and just see what happens. I'm going to pretend I don't see the safety coming over the top. Four times. Four, Four times. different times. He said, boss didn't even care. Didn't have a word to say about it. He said... No write-ups. He said, I'm going to play an absolute crap game against Pittsburgh football. Somehow, because Pittsburgh football is so crappy, we still end up almost winning. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to take the easiest pass in the world to the most reliable tight end in the world. I'm just going to throw it four feet past him and, like, see what happens. Like, this has got to be the thing that my boss is going to finally fire me for. I'm I'm going to get called in to the office yeah, for this. Yeah, at least written up. At, Dude, at the, he, at, that's basement. That's the he, basement. He looks at me and he goes, at least written up, Right. And he didn't. Uh, he told me. Meanwhile, meanwhile, we're three Michelob Ultras in. We're telling the truth. We're spitting truth. Looking at looking at this guy, like I now it's all coming together for me because I'm I'm looking back to the year previous. Well, and I'm looking at. He said, "Well." I didn't show a lot of weaknesses, and I, I have some escapability. I'm going to make it look like all you have to do to neutralize my talents is send a couple of blitzers, and that I will crackle under that pressure. He said he put down a game where the game plan was so obvious and silly that he like wanted to get that down on film, and that his right. boss still didn't yell at him for it. He said he sat oh, the whole game. I think what did he say? They scored only like three points in that game. He, he told us he sat through the whole staff meeting, waiting yeah. for it to come, waiting for the hey. All they did was bring simple pl- pressure. Why didn't you react? He never did it even once. He said he looks at me. And he goes, Dave, never even once did he say anything about the pressure thing. He didn't even look him in the eye, Dave. Do you remember he said? Yeah, he didn't even look him in the eye. He can't. He won't look him in the eye. 
nobody knows why. And you're right. It does go back to last year because we've yeah. all we've all done it at work. Everybody get, loves getting paid to take a number two at work. Hey, man. Hey, man. You left leave that. The- hey. Keep that. Get paid for that. Don't don't be wasting that time at home. He said, Dylan, he looks right at Dylan. He goes, Dylan, number one, I love this song. I think it was What a Fool Believes by the Doobie Brothers. He says, mm-hmm. I love this song. I love Michael McDonald in this song. But anyway, he said, I took a shit in the middle of a game. I left the game to take a shit. And he still didn't say anything. Not a word. He's like trying. He said, I'm not actually trying to get fired, but. Well, that's what he was saying is the the whole through line here was uh, I'm not just going to lose games. That would be silly because that 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 makes the decision that takes the decision out of my boss's hands. Right. At that point. Right. That's when the brass gets called in and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try to win. But also, I'm going to throw some things in there that are so obvious that no one can ignore it. Oh, did you hear the one thing, though? He said, uh, I'm going to try to win as many games scoring 14 points or less than I can all year long. I am going to try to have the biggest fluky decisions go our way. Right. And so this is almost, he told us, this is almost like an art project, like performance art, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like, I'm gonna have us win on a a Justin Tucker like seventy year yard field goal. Mm-hmm. Like, it's beyond absurd. It's beyond ridiculous. It's the only thing I can do to what he said was like get through the days because he's just so bored at work. Just to feel alive. He's I so think. bored you know, at work just, right now. You just look at him in the eyes, and he's like. You can. T- I mean, I feel for him to a degree. I feel for. I feel for him to a degree. You see him sitting at the brew bay. I mean, the brew bakers and Stowe was the first place he felt like, like an like somebody was listening. To yeah, him, like Dave. a part of something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And sh- look, Sherry was great. Sherry behind the bar was great. He tipped her well. Um, yep. uh, we uh, did not tip her well because I thought that they accepted Discover Card and they do not. So that's on us, Sherry. We will be my, back. My, my cheesy bread was cold by the time it got out. I'm just saying that right here. I don't. I didn't need to tell her that. I told her that financially. But you know, she got my tonic waters uh, on time and with lime. Yeah, and you know we're back to succession. Like I'm, it's all it all comes around. You know, when you need to purchase a trillion dollar company, or you need to say my my cheesy bread was cold money talks and anyway we'll be looking for you uh lamar this week we'll see what crazy stuff you get up to and you know hopefully uh when the hammer comes down it's just a write-up uh and not not getting fired all right everybody thank you for listening thank you to carrie ryan for our theme thank you to mr joe joe gerbery for being the proprietor of our fine website and network thank you to mr josh for releasing dylan from the bear hug dylan have you anyone to thank sherry actually i feel real bad about that now i uh i'll see you this wednesday sherry you know that it was donnie in the kitchen who he got the ticket 
I know, I know. I'm sorry, Sherry. I'll be. We'll be. We'll see you. See, on Wednesday. see you Wednesday. All right. In conclusion, my name is Dave. I'm Dylan, and this has been your Browns Friday Fumble. It's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Friday, Friday, getting down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Partying, partying, yeah, partying, partying, yeah, fun, 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 fun. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.